0: You're listening to KHOL. I'm Emily Cohen with a roundup of this week's headlines. Tune in weekdays at the top of the hour to stay up to date on the latest local and regional news.
1: State officials addressed American Rescue Plan funding coming into Wyoming's coffers during a press conference Friday. Governor Mark Gordon released his recommendations in December, which he's sending to the state legislature for consideration in the coming weeks and hopes to invest in key sectors for the Cowboy State, including health education, water, and entrepreneurship. Rennie McKay, policy director for the governor, says there are lots of options for how these federal dollars can be spent. Here we are with uh, an opportunity um, with those dollars are now appropriated and out from the federal government. And so there are new programs and then there's expanded funding for states, counties, cities, and tribes. More localized governments will also be getting some funding and Teton County residents are already sending in their recommendations for how it should be spent.
0: Local elected officials heard from many of Teton County's most vital human services organizations during a joint town and county meeting Monday. For many nonprofits around the Valley, staffing remains an issue, strained further by the biggest surge of COVID-19 cases at any point during the pandemic. We've had no response whatsoever to any of the ads we're running in the paper. Unfortunately, COVID management is quickly taking urgency over our mission-driven work. Several town organizations are raising salaries to try and attract workers to no avail. Others plan on expanding their budget requests at the county or town level to compensate for uncertain funding from the state. By and large, nonprofit leaders say the needs of the community are up across the board, including for behavioral health care, food delivery, and housing assistance.
1: Governor Mark Gordon has officially petitioned the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service to remove the Greater Yellowstone Ecosystem's population of grizzly bears from the endangered species list, his office announced Tuesday. The move follows a similar petition filed by Montana last month. KHOL previously interviewed supervisor of the large carnivore section of the Wyoming Game and Fish Department, Dan Thompson, who supports the delisting effort and says it would not strip protections from the bears. This is a natural step in the evolution of conservation of grizzly bears. Thompson also addressed the opposition to delisting grizzlies, which has been expressed by several environmental organizations and indigenous communities across the greater Yellowstone ecosystem. Some of it is a belief system that grizzly bears should never be delisted. And I guess to me, that's an affront to the notions of the Endangered Species Act. The Fish and Wildlife Service has 90 days to review the petitions from Wyoming and Montana. The agency also completed a five-year status review of grizzlies in the lower 48 last March and recommended that the bears continue to be listed as threatened.
0: A local artist is representing northwest Wyoming in a unique exhibit in Casper. Suzanne Morlock of Wilson is one of 10 artists from across the state featured in immersive installations. Morlock's installation is called Uncontained, The Dance of the Chronically Ill, and is inspired by her family's lived experience. This particular piece highlights using a lot of medical detritus um, that I've saved through the years because I like to use recycled repurposed material. I feel like there's a lot of power in these actual items. Morlock also uses her work as a platform to advocate for Medicaid expansion in Wyoming, a move that passed the State House of Representatives for the first time last year, but was then killed by a Senate committee. The issue is expected to be considered again during the upcoming budget session starting in February.
1: Jackson Hole officials are beginning to discuss what, if anything, should be on a special-purpose excise tax or SPET ballot in upcoming elections. Whatever is agreed upon could result in much-needed capital needs investments in Teton County. Speaking during a joint meeting with local elected officials Monday, Teton County Commissioner Mark Newcomb said he supports long-term planning projects at the school district as funding from Cheyenne becomes more uncertain. The source of revenue for the school district's capital needs has shrank, if not completely evaporated, elsewhere in the state. And the burden is falling on the community now, and I think we really have to put the needs of a growing school district reflecting our growing community at the forefront of our SPET item discussions. What exactly will make it onto citizens' ballots is still a ways off from being figured out, as officials also need to decide when they want to put these initiatives up to a vote, either in a special or general election.
0: This has been the weekly news roundup from the KHOL News Team, Will Walkie and Kyle Mackey. I'm Emily Cohen for listener-supported KHOL Jackson.